Welcome to another episode of the Battling Pickle Podcast. This is the podcast feed where I, Dr. John Westfall, put in information timely to the classes that I'm teaching at present and also make this available to anyone who might want to listen to it outside of my classes. Right now, it is July 2021 as I speak these words, and I am teaching a Psychology of Learning course, which is our graduate educational psychology course. This is actually the first podcast I've recorded for the Summer 2 session. Uh, Summer 1, I recorded a bunch of podcasts that my Summer 2 students have been hearing, but this is the first new live uh, recording. And I'm also happy to announce that uh, with a few hiccups here and there, I am planning on making these podcasts a weekly sort of thing. So it's at least on my to-do list in theory to do a podcast every week. Uh, We'll see how successful that is. I know it probably will not pick up to purely a weekly thing until we hit fall. And in the fall, given that I'm teaching three classes in psychology and one class as first-year seminar, uh, we might actually go more than once a week. Never know. Can't make any promises. Uh, That way I'm not letting anyone down because I know my fives of listeners will be thoroughly crushed if I do not uh, keep up my end of the bargain. Today, our topic is something timely to educational psychology and also something timely to higher education, timely to any sort of education, and that is policies that maybe help promote in some classes and maybe help hurt uh, in other classes. In particular, two policies that I've seen as becoming much more common over the last 10, 15 years. And those policies revolve around the submission of work past a deadline, so late work and what do you do with late work, and also resubmission of work. What do you do if a student says, hey, um, you know, I wanna resubmit this, or do you have a standing policy that allows resubmission? So back in the dark ages, when I was uh, an undergraduate student, which wasn't too dark ago, um, you know, I graduated with my bachelor's in 2004, this was unheard of. You know, the due date was the due date. You turned it in by that date. If you did not turn it in by that date, you got a zero. That was just the way it was. And you would have never dreamed of asking a professor, hey, can I resubmit an assignment? If they offered it, that was really nice of them to do. But you would have never said to them, hey, I want to redo that. And you certainly would have never assumed that you could just simply redo them. Then in about the last 15 years, we've started to see trends of, you know, allow your students to resubmit. Why? Well, because then they get your feedback. They can try harder the next time. They have more nuance into the assignment. And so allowing resubmission is a growing process. And they get to perfect their skills through practice. Not a bad I not a bad argument there. It's actually a pretty good argument. The problem is it's pretty hard to find empirical evidence that suggests this is the case. In fact, some of the evidence that I actually found in researching for this podcast, uh, particularly a paper uh, looking at doing this in a stats course, basically showed that the students in the control class where they didn't get to uh, resubmit were lower final exam scores than those in the experimental course. Uh, so there's some mixed review evidence on if this is a if this actually happens. When you have students resubmit over and over again, do they actually use the feedback? Do they actually get better? With late work, the argument usually goes, well, as a professor, you know, you might not be grading that work 
immediately after it's turned in. Not many of us. I actually do this fairly often, but not many people wait, uh, you know, right as soon as the deadline and then they start doing their grading pass. A lot of people are guilty of letting things sit on their desk for a couple weeks. And if something's going to sit in your grading queue waiting for a week, what's the harm in allowing a student to submit it late? Uh, a zero is a pretty harsh penalty. Maybe you just have a late penalty applied. If you turn it in after this time, it uh, gets a 10% knock or 5% off or whatever you might do. I actually, uh, when I used to allow late work, I would uh, use a pretty strong knock. It was 20% off for each week it was late, and I would knock you off at the beginning of the due date. So my point was, if you're already going to lose 20%, take two or three days and do a better job. Don't try to rush it to me right after the deadline and you're going to get a really poor grade because uh, the knock is going to be the same whether it's one day or five days or six days, etc. So in theory, this also is beneficial to students. It acknowledges that life happens. Sometimes you don't always get something in by the due date. That is not a, a hard, it's not a bad thing to acknowledge. I certainly would argue that we should not expect our students to um, have our class as their number one priority in life. I always tell my students that I figure at best I'm number three. Your family's always going to come first. Your job is more often than not going to come second. And then your schooling is probably going to come third. Not the best thing if you are serious about your schooling. You would want maybe schooling to be number two in that equation. But reality is reality. We don't have uh, the luxury of having a ton of uh, bandwidth for school often. But uh, in acknowledging that with late policies that are very liberal, we also acknowledge or we fail to acknowledge a fundamental truth of life, which is that deadlines do exist in life. You know, you you don't pay your taxes on time, you get a penalty there. If you are ordered to appear in court on a certain date and you don't, then you get uh, a warrant out for your arrest potentially. So deadlines do exist in the real world. And by removing them completely in the academic world, there's arguments on how beneficial this is to students. Further complicating the problem with both of these issues is that learning management systems, LMSs, that are very common in the world today, such as Canvas, allow late submission and allow multiple submission by default. So if you are aware of any of the defaults literature that's come out over the last 20 years in the realm of choice architecture, uh, this is one of the areas that I do research in. We know the defaults are extremely powerful. So what this means is if I, as a professor, don't explicitly tell Canvas, don't allow a late submission, then Canvas will allow the late submission. It'll mark it late. I'll see that very clearly when I go to grade. But unless I tell it to cut off access to the assignment, late submissions are not allowed. When it comes to resubmission, unless I tell Canvas only one time you're allowed to submit, you can resubmit as many times as you like. Now, other LMSs do this differently. Moodle, for example, um, latest version I used of it, still by default, the due date is also the assignment close date. It does not stay open. Uh, you can submit once unless you tell it, I want you to be able allowed to submit twice or three times or four times. So if you are the kind of instructor that the stuff you are doing lends itself well to late submission and multiple submission, Canvas is your LMS because it's going to allow that by default. But 
if you are the kind of professor that says, ah, I'm not really all that confident in this. I think I'd rather have uh, only one submission or I want the due date to actually be the date that you cannot submit after. You're going to have to make those changes in Canvas if that's your LMS. And this gets me to kind of the point of this podcast, and that is these two policies by themselves are not a one-size-fits-all. You, I don't think you'd find any CTL, uh, Center for Teaching and Learning, a facilitator that would tell you everyone should fit into the allow resubmissions all the time or allow uh, late work all the time camp. You really have to think about what material you are teaching and what the point of your assignment is. So if I am teaching statistics and I have got a test bank of 100 different stats homework problems and I'm going to randomly select 10 of them and let my students do them and work them out and the computer will grade them and give them feedback, then resubmission might be a great tool for that because they could presumably do it multiple times, um, not always see the same problems. It'd be even better if the computer generates the problems with new numbers each time, et cetera. So it's a new calculation that can be programmed up pretty easily. And yeah, I, I think as much practice as I can give my students in that sort of situation is good. Redo it over and over again until you get it right. That way, when you do it for real, quote unquote, on the exam, you know how what you're doing. But if I am giving you discussion questions or evaluation questions, uh, what is, you know, how many times presumably will resubmission help you there? Uh, you either did it or you didn't do it the first time. Maybe one resubmission will help. If I give you feedback that you didn't do so well, you can go dig deeper the next time. But certainly not multiple resubmissions. Certainly not five or six or seven resubmissions is going to work there. And if the goal of the assignment is to assess as the instructor what the student knows, resubmission might be a very poor idea because I want to know off the cuff what your analysis is so that I know how to adjust my teaching or how to adjust my targeting of uh, the material to you. Same thing with late late submission. So if I'm the kind of instructor that I am going to acknowledge to myself, yes, I wait until the last minute to submit these things, I, I grade later, then late submission does allow you to be uh, acknowledging of life's little issues. But if you are trying to run a class that's based on very prompt feedback, which I think is a, a good thing, late submission slows down the whole process. I know when I'm grading a ton of uh, assignments, I'd rather grade all of them at one time versus waiting, you know, and kind of grade this, grade that, come back to it. Because my mind is able to give the feedback saying, this is for this example, this is what I want to tell you, et cetera. So late submission requires the instructor to jump back a week and go, oh yeah, what was the feedback for last week? What did people do wrong? What do I tell people when they get this question wrong? That's a hard thing. It gets you out of that mindset. And also, I just, I do firmly believe that late submission is not something we want students to feel is the norm. It's something we want them to feel is the exception. Because there is value in skill building of planning out your activities. I One of the biggest pieces of advice that I give students is treat every due date as if it is three days earlier. If it's due Sunday at noon, it is actually due, in your mind, Friday or Thursday at noon. It is, you know, I will get it done by then. That way, if an emergency pops up on Wednesday night, then 
no big deal because the real due date is really Sunday at noon. And you're, if you miss that Thursday at noon because Wednesday night you didn't get to something, you have Thursday night, you have Friday night, you have Saturday night. That is the reality of life. If I'm submitting something, uh, you know, if I'm doing my taxes, we've all seen the lines of people uh, submitting their taxes at 1159 on April 14th, you know, getting that postmark to say that they submitted on time. We don't want to be in that group of people typically as professionals. We want to be in the group that is sitting at home watching it on TV going, wow, that's crazy that they waited till the last minute. Uh, I got mine in two days ago or four days ago or whatever it is. So to sort of wrap up where we've been with this podcast, like I said, these two procedures or policies, late submission, resubmission, they can be very powerful and they can be used for a lot of good, but they're not a one size fits all. We want to have the, uh, you know, smart mindset of do I allow you to resubmit? Do I allow you to late submit? Not just a, everyone can always do it. And I definitely recommend anyone teaching with a learning management system that allows these by default, that you take a very hard look at that setting as you are setting up your courses and set it right from the beginning. If you do not want to allow late submissions, then make sure Canvas does not allow late submissions. If you do not want to allow resubmissions, make sure Canvas is set to only allow one submission. That way it's very clear to students and be very clear and purposeful in your syllabus and in your instructions and say, look, for this particular assignment, I do not feel it's in your best interest to be able to resubmit over and over again. Or I do feel very strongly that you need to have this on a deadline because of the following reasons. This just goes back to being able to verify to your students that you've given this thought. And I think students respect that quite a bit more if they know that there was an actual, you know, mindset behind it versus just, yes, you can or no, you can't, and I haven't given it much thought. This has been uh, an episode of the Battling Pickle podcast. Remember that this podcast is available through anchor.fm. You can go there. You can also get through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. One of the cool features is that you can actually submit a message to me that I can use on the podcast. So you can go to anchor.fm slash battlingpickle slash message and record a message, and I can answer that in a future episode. But hopefully you found this interesting, and I hope to hear feedback from you. Have a great day.